0: Welcome to The Film Astines, the podcast where we discuss all things movies. Join us as we dive deep into the latest releases, revisit classic films, and explore the art of cinema. Whether you're a film fanatic or just love a good flick, we've got you covered. From Hollywood blockbusters to indie gems, we'll be breaking down the storytelling, cinematography, and everything in between. So grab some popcorn, sit back and get ready for some cinematic magic. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash filmastines. We offer tiers at the $1, $5, and $20 level. For the $5 tier grants the ability to request films for future episodes. This is The Film of Steins, where movies are more than just entertainment. They're an experience. They're an experience. All around you. And welcome back to another episode of The Film of Steins. Thanks for tuning in today. Thank you for sacrificing some of your time to experience this talk with us here today. Thank you. Can't thank you guys enough over there, out there in the world. Especially Mexico. Mexico. is getting a call out today. A shout out today. Mexico. Yep.
1: Ooh.
0: I'm joined today by my grumpy old troll friend, Lucy. Hi. <laughs> she lives under a bridge.
1: I do live under a bridge.
0: But she's here with us today to discuss a really great movie. But before that, join us over on Patreon every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for brand new episodes covering all films. Some previous episodes include... Sunshine, Insidious, Chapter Two, over on Patreon. Our M Night Shyamalan ranking of his filmography, great episode. Please come watch The Visit and The Last Voyage of the Demeter, the 2023 Andre Avrildal. But today we're discussing one of his other films, Troll Hunter, Andre Avrildal's 2010 Troll Hunter, found footage, mockumentary, whatever how you want to call it, film. I've been trying to get you to watch this film for a while without you knowing, but it's been a couple of years, but I've been, I've been trying to like sneak this in in a proper way, and it was on Amazon Prime for a long time. They took it off. I don't know when they added it back, but it is currently back on Amazon Prime, so go watch it. It's an excellent film. Found footage has a sketchy rap, sketchy past, right? It's very hit or miss. We've talked about this before. And I guess this isn't like a proper found footage film, because there's not a lot of... It's borderline documentary.
1: I thought this was the found footage. Yes, like this type.
0: I don't know. It's is the documentary thing the found footage thing. Is that like they're kind of one and the same, or like that's where they really kind of create something amazing?
1: No. Well, uh, I don't know. I it's don't a funny know. Thing. It's 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 funny because
0: what's well, an important thing because I think. Great films. I've said it before, I think, and I, I've said it at least to you. Great films start start to transcend out of genres and and the media, you know, specific kind of mediums they're in, anyways, right?
1: Yeah, I guess. Also, found footage is more on your tone and how it's filmed. You know, I guess that's kind of silly to say, kind of too general to say how it's filmed, but. I'm sure we'll get to it here in a second, but just some of the techniques they used here are just very found footage to me.
0: Okay, I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, I, I'm not here to die on any hill of what found footage is. I'm not too versed in it. I, I'm really a novice in in this the type of filmmaking. Actually, I haven't seen but probably five or six found footage films. I wanna I want that to change though because I I like. A good found footage film. I'm here. I think this film has put me in a fan of found footage. Before this, I was not a so-called fan. Mm -hmm. I was, like, cool with them. I like the one you like. I like Amber Alert, The Visit. You know, it's less found footage and just straight up more M. Night, Night, you know, of course. But that's it helps. What
1: What was that other found footage film that we saw? I think we watched it on your phone. Oh. And it was kind of creepy. They were under... They were exploring... Under a lost city or something? Was it called
0: As Below? Yeah. As as Below, As Above or something like that? Something like that. I'm not sure. That one was good too. I think that was found footage. If if I'm remembering correctly, it was under like some city in uh, France.
1: Yeah, something, something.
0: Yeah, I'm not too sure.
1: As Above, So Below. Is
0: it found footage? Yes. Okay, okay. I think that's the one we watched that one time we were in like a hotel.
1: Yeah, it was an archaeologist. I mean, it looks found footage, but yes, found footage. A catacomb of Paris. Under Paris, okay. Yeah. That one was good. You like that? Yeah.
0: I don't remember it, to be honest. I think the catacomb was like repeating. It was kind of, they were in like this weird loop and they were kind of experiencing hallucinations and stuff, right? Or if they were really, I might, I don't know. I
1: thought they were real. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure. So maybe I've seen more than what I think, because I just can't remember. Very well, because I guess the VHS movies are sort of found footage esque yeah, movies too. They're not. I mean, I they are, but they're just not. I don't know. They are. They are. This, it's hard to deny it. They are. Yeah. All right. But Troll Hunter, I guess I should say off the top. This film put Andre on the map for the greater world of cinematography. This film made him famous overnight. It seems like. Really? Yeah. Wow. He he was. Admitted into all these festivals and awards, and got him connected with Hollywood and everything. And overnight, he was just a total sensation. He was on. He was like in 2010. He was I can't remember which magazine, like the Guardian or something like that. Nothing of real note, but something that's very cool, no doubt, for especially for him, right? That he was, it was like a top ten directors of right now 2010, 11, whatever it was, to pay attention to. I was like, wow, that's really cool. That's very cool because, yeah, he went on to make the Autopsy of Jane Doe after this. It's a pretty good Possession-esque film. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Apparently, that's very good. I'm not too sure. Mortal. Never heard of it. Uma. Has your girl from uh, Grey's Anatomy in it. What's her name? Um,
1: All I know is their character names. What are their character names? You got Meredith, Christina. Christina. Christina? Yeah, Christina's oh, the main character in Uma. Okay, I like her.
0: And then now Demeter that just came out, mm-hmm. which is a decent film. Yes.
1: Go listen to our episode.
0: Go listen to our episode at patreon.com slash Yeah,
1: I was reading that he didn't let anyone know about this film. And he was trying to keep it a secret until it came out uh, to one of the festivals.
0: That's cool. I like that.
1: And, I mean, that's kind of risky. What do you think?
0: To keep it a secret?
1: Yeah, no marketing whatsoever. But then you're not a big name yet, so are you even losing anything?
0: Well, usually the festivals are like the time to. Try to get some marketing, get some distributor hump behind you, and so keeping Mm. a secret from that from that crowd, not really a big deal at all. Okay, yeah, all right. Because that when the festival might be in January or February, and the movie may not come to come out until October, so you've got lots of time to build a pipe in that way.
1: Got you. Okay.
0: And he got, I think the, uh, I think the American distributor of this was Magnolia. Is that what he's what I was seeing? I can't remember, but he obviously got some some kind of oomph behind this and it caught fire i guess became a cult classic it didn't it didn't make tons of money but it has kind of garnered this from what i can kind of tell like a top five kind of thing found footage films of all time like it's it lives in the pantheon of must-see films i mean if you ask me any top five of any genre or medium or type of filmmaking i should say you it's kind of if you have any interest in film you should should be a major priority to see all of the greats, right? Yep. So that's it's. I love it for him because, and it's his first,
1: like his first big hit.
0: It's his first feature film, I think. I'm not sure. Oh, if okay. I'm not sure if his 1997 feature murderer was a short film or not, because it doesn't really have any information online. But or if it was a student film or something, which you know, I don't want to discredit student films, but there's just not. You don't have the crew. You don't have the the resources to kinda get it anywhere. Yeah. But Troll Hunter is amazing. And so I want to talk to you today about this movie. How did you feel about Troll Hunter as a found footage aficionado?
1: I really enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. I like the world he built here with the trolls and the lore and just how much detail he put into it and getting that much detail through the eyes of just our three, you know, students here, it's amazing. And I mean, really, it's o- it there's only about like four characters in this whole entire film. Yeah, we get a little bit here or there, but we have like four main people, and we find out so much about the trolls and how they came well, I don't know about how they came to be, but um, just. A lot of details about them.
0: Well, they're just one of many species on the planet, it sounds like. They just they procreate just like any other wildlife. Yeah. And so there's...
1: So I I love that. I love all that detail. And I thought it was super cool how he managed to deliver that through us through found footage.
0: Yeah, the mythos. I When I walk into this movie, I did not expect to get some kind of class amount of information. You know, like a lecture yes. of... Of just like what is a troll and stuff because I learned I feel like I can hold my own against some trolls now maybe you know what I mean
1: yeah I know about the sunlight you know I know about
0: the stench
1: the the stench I know I'm not a Christian so I'm good I guess I don't know still questioning there so who knows I don't know how good they are at sniffing questioning <laughs> questioning Christians um and the different species of trolls. Are you dealing with a young one? Are you dealing with an old one? Oh my God, there's so much detail. It's
0: very fucking cool. I've never... It's so cool. I've never... I feel like I've never seen this quite like this in a film.
1: Yeah, and then you even get bits and pieces from... Like, pieces of paper. You get some stuff from his drawing. From the drawings he has on inside his trailer. And even that... um. I forgot what they called it, but the uh, TSS form that you fill out, I guess. Every time you kill a troll, see a troll, I don't know the protocol there. But even that sheet of paper had a lot of stuff in it. And I kind of wish we would have paused on it and kind of read some of the things on there. But you had diagrams, you had so many things on there, and it was so cool. And that's just genius to think of a piece of paper to just flash at the camera and boom, all this information on it.
0: It builds crazy texture to this world. And I also love the cadence of our main character Hans, is his name, right? Yeah, Hans. Played by Otto. Otto Jesperson. Yep. Famous Norwegian uh, comedian, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> and which, you know, makes sense that he'd be great in this because he has a kind of funny presence in that he approaches this whole troll hunting thing because he's, you know, he's kind of our main guy. He's the troll hunter. It's just it's just work to him and I love it. There's no he's not part of the conspiracy like he is and he isn't but he's he just treats it like a job and then he's so kind of fed up like anyone else would be at, you know, some kind of work, right? And so he lets these people tag along with him to, you know, just show whatever. He doesn't just doesn't give a shit anymore. It's it's hilarious.
1: Yeah, and he he knows he's not supposed to be telling citizens about the trolls he knows he's not supposed to be giving out any information but he's just so sick of it he wants the world to know and as we progress through the film he's like hey did you get this like what other questions do you have let me answer this let me give you as much detail as I possibly can so this can get out yeah, and he like, starts to have fun with them yeah <laughs> yeah. I I think he did an amazing job how did you feel about the rest of the crew here
0: they were fine, I mean they were they were good they I like that they were college students and just they're just maybe a group of I'm not even sure were they filmmaking students or were they journalist students or what, but they they were just trying to get a story, and they I guess they were looking for mysterious people out and about, and they 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 landed one,
1: <laughs> yeah, they were investigating the bear poachers, okay. And then throughout there they found out that a lot of people have been missing. So they're like, What? Bears, missing people, let's look into this. And poor kids, what what did they get themselves into?
0: And then the I like that they were which they naturally would be and should be if you're have any weight if you have any worth of storytelling in you, that they were like, You believe in trolls? What? Like this is they're so like <laughs> Weird about it at first, and I, so I mean they're very natural in that way, and we get that great early reveal, which is very cool and then then you immediately because you're you've seen lots of movies and lots of lesser movies too, you think how are they gonna be able to outdo like, this, how are they gonna be able to keep up with this first reveal? and stuff and they do time and time again because of things like the mythos the mythos help help tie helps tie this all together the mythos is actually really probably at the core of keeping this coherent in any way because we we get bits and drips and drabs of it all the way through and there's even a little bit of foreshadowing naturally so if you're any good at storytelling of course and it just delivers in the most effective way (laughs) that's so fucking cool
1: yeah i think i wasn't 100% 100% sold on the kids here, but it wasn't really relevant to the story, so I guess I was fine with that. I wish I would have gotten a little bit more from them, but, you know, I guess at, also at the same time, they're they're just kids who are trying to be journalists, and I don't know, that's ne- that has never been anything that I've ever been interested in. Because, first of all, I'm not going to go approach people. Second of all, I'm not going to keep approaching people after they've told me to <laughs> basically fuck off. So it was kind of cool seeing them grow in that way. But not not a lot. Not as much as I wanted them to. So I don't know. I I just wish it would have been a little bit more. And just kind of reading into these um, actors, a lot of them are kind of either no-names or comedian. And that's just interesting to have. It's not exactly a clash. It's not, you know, very experienced versus not experienced. Neither of these categories have experienced actors in them. I guess comedians can kind of do because they have to do stand up, which is, I don't know, to me, like the ultimate improv. So maybe that's where you get some of your acting from. But I don't know. It's just it's it's an inter- interesting um, merge here of characters.
0: Yeah, for sure. The most amount of character we get out of the, these trio of characters is when they're trapped in that cave and he's he starts... Does he scream he's a Christian or does he just start praying? Which one?
1: He's, he says it.
0: Yeah, and they're wigging out and stuff and it's and there's trolls also in this cave with them, falling starting to fall asleep yeah. and that's the most amount of character I guess we get out of him. But that was just kind of a... Really, ultimately, a bit... To kind of keep this christian thing in our mind which is hilarious
1: yeah because they already we already knew there was you know believer in god in one of them out of the three kids we knew that from the beginning because they got sniffed and nobody was admitting to it and just when you thought they weren't gonna bring that back up here it is here's your big reveal on who was the freaking christian the freaking liar of course the christian is the liar here i don't know if that was kind of intentional there for him to say that i don't know his beliefs i didn't read into that but it was just funny and then not only is he like okay well i i it was me i was the christian and then he starts praying that was just hilarious which is what made the trolls just so chaotic and just lose their shit and smell him and oh my god, it was it was hilarious.
0: It's it's funny that he started praying because that normally is an indicator of, you know, saving him in some way. <laughs> you know what I mean? When like, you're when you're in a demon movie, you start praying and you say the just the right verse or something to keep the demon out at bay, right? Or something else intervenes and you kind of think it was a miracle or whatever. But here he started praying and it made things <laughs> immediately worse.
1: Well, if you want to look at it this way. He went to go join his... His Lord brethren. ...savior, whatever they call him. Jesus. His Jesus. So maybe that was that was his uh his light at the end of the tunnel here.
0: Maybe. <laughs> yeah, he did end up dying. And it's funny that he's the cameraman and we get to be knocked around on the camera. That's funny stuff. I saw someone say that this was, like, Pythonian. I don't really like that. What do you call that? That, like, when you... When you I-A-N it or something I S M it, yeah. What do you call that? I'm not sure what you call. It. I don't Lynchian. know what you call that. I'm not sure what you call that, but I, uh, yeah. I I totally I totally get the comedic element to this, but this is extremely not any has any relation to Monty Python as far as like humor is concerned. oh, that's what you meant. This is by much that. more dry, I guess. I feel like it's I feel like Monty Python is kind of slapstick. Is yeah. that
1: is that and almost punny.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's not.
1: There's not. Uh, no, I don't think there's any I was wondering if ideas. you agree with that. Okay, no. good, good,
0: good. I was just like, what? I was like, am I missing something? Is it just a European thing that i not? This but, is no.
1: very dry.
0: Yeah. I thought so, because Hans is like the kind of character who's like, is he joking? Or is he serious? I, don't, I can't tell, but you know, best to just assume he's joking.
1: Yeah. One of the uh, found footage elements that they kept here- That I really liked was using the camera. I mean in a lot of ways. But just when they're running we see all the movements. When they're running fast we see the bigger movements. Especially when they're running through the forest. And he's kind of freaking out. He's all over the place. So we're freaking out and all over the place with the camera. And you know we see the troll from above. We see him from below. We see him from the side. I... Absolutely love that, and we keep that all the way through the end when um our camera guy here is about to die and Hans is blasting the trolls, we see like darkness and then flash, and then we see them kind of chasing you, and that's probably one of my favorite scenes in this film is when they're chasing you and it's dark, you see flash, they're right there, you do it again, and they're right there, and they're closer. I mean, that's just genius. And then they keep this with using the night vision on the camera. And I think these are like the found footage elements that make a movie a found footage film. Using the camera like this. Using um, when you go into like, yeah, like when you go into a, a night vision mode, everything is so grainy and you don't know really what's going on, but you know more than the other characters who are still stumbling in the dark. And they are. They're stumbling everywhere. And I love that you, you I don't, I don't know, you're, you're there with them experiencing that. Whereas something like The Visit, we don't get as much of that typical found footage movement, graininess, just lighting. I don't know. Even though that, that I mean, it, it is different. There's no not that much chasing over there in the visit except the grandma under the basement but or under the house so I, I you know it it is a, a little bit different but just something here just gives it that found footage pizzazz that I really like mm-hmm.
0: yeah I'm not sure what it is exactly how they managed to put the audience in their shoes so effectively but I'm with you it may be a time and place in your life like you of course you need to pick out the right found footage film like it needs to be a decent one because there are a lot of bad ones just like any other bad whatever right but you might it just may be a very important type of film that you have to be in the right frame of mind for and i'm not sure though because a film should also a film's gonna have to meet you halfway regardless you know so like there is something there is definitely a technique and skill needed to kind of get those hooks on you and this this film does does that yeah. really well
1: and I think there's also a scene here where our camera go, our camera dude is zooming in, and it's all fucking blurry. Like, it would be for us, who are not skilled in cameras, or don't have a fancy camera, and it's just blurry for way more than it should be, and then it focuses, and it's like, okay, we're good now. But in something like The Visit, there's one scene where I think she's zooming in, and I don't know what she's trying to focus on, but almost immediately it focused and it's just like tiny things like that just help add that found footage feeling that we're 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 just as inexperienced i don't want to say in in filmmaking but it just
0: but it is trying to give that impression yes. yeah i get
1: that so i i think
0: these are college students you know these guys are not uh roger Deacons, you know He's the famous DP.
1: All right. <laughs> okay. Cool. I was like, okay, yeah, they're not, I guess.
0: Yeah, they're they're just. I mean, we, you know, we probably do not use cameras as well as these guys. You know, there's no, there's no telling what year they are. You know.
1: Yeah, that's true. So I guess to me, that's what makes a found footage film a found footage film.
0: So they need to ground you and familiarize you with, like the it be- does a believe an a believability element, I guess, or I guess there's an important angle of believability based off of the logic that's presented and found footage that needs to be more sound than you know whatever other bozo movie you're talking about right yeah and no i get that and it just kind of feeds into you really do need to be probably in the right mind space to handle one of these films if you're not if you're if you're grumpy pants right now you probably shouldn't go through a found footage film you need to kind of be jazzed about it maybe you should be there should be an element of excitement because it may not meet you halfway there on that level but it, from a filmmaking and just storytelling level though it's gonna this movie this movie this film, this film is amazing
1: yes you you have to be ready for suspense and to put yourself in the story and like you said, if you're grumpy pants right now, you're not gonna be putting yourself in your in in, in the story here. Yeah.
0: I guess unless trolls just speak to you on some <laughs> funny level. I mean, which is just funny. Yeah. That's I don't know if trolls trolls aren't a very popular point of conversation, I think in general, at least in the United States. At least down here in the South. I don't when have trolls ever come up in conversation. <laughs> is that funny? But yeah, yeah. I did wanna bring up uh some interviewer asked Andre here. Why trolls? Like why What's his fascination? Fascination with trolls. Mm-hmm. And he says something like, I guess I quote, nobody had done anything with trolls, in my opinion, since the 18th century. They've, they've made them into tourist things instead of actually making them into a piece of our culture. Talking about Norwegian culture. I thought that was sort of interesting because trolls are from over here, from my perspective over here, as in, you know, my pair of eyes. Trolls are kind of just made fun of, you know. We got the trolls movies, which are notoriously shit.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Which trolls? Oh, not movies? the animated trolls. From. Okay,
0: <laughs> but that also feeds into this thing. Like <laughs> trolls are something to laugh at, and then we also have the trolls. I guess what like, kind of what, kind of like what he was talking about. These little we see them a little bit throughout the film too. These little knickknacks that are, you know, kind of very like um. Like kind of native indigenous little creations that you might expect to be given to children and stuff. And so I I can I I mean I can't obviously can't totally empathize with that because I'm not of Norwegian culture. Yeah. Surprise. I'm not Norwegian <gasps> or European in any way whatsoever. Thank God. But <coughs> Thank God. <laughs> You like that.
1: You kill me.
0: <laughs> but I uh I do appreciate that there's this there is so, in that sense, I'm, I appreciate the hell even more out of just this obsession to inject this movie with crazy mythos, like crazy amount of it. It's just, it's so cool. There's, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm ready to go to to Norway and talk about some trolls.
1: You know not... what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe not. There's trolls up there. I don't want to go back up there. I don't, I don't want to go up there, period. I'm not back.
1: Yeah, I, i guess in the film industry for sure trolls are they're made they're they're dumb they're stupid they're silly but i do have a little bit of experience with trolls in literature and trolls in literature are scary as fuck so i guess i can understand where some of that you know vaguely very little understand where some of that inspiration came from um Especially with the with the one, what's it called? Hold on. The Three Billy Goats Gruff. I didn't know that's what that fairy tale was called, but it's where the troll lives under the bridge and, like, people or whatever. It, what You know, depending on what version of the uh, fairy tale you hear, but either people or things or whatever, you're trying to get across, and then the troll hops out and, like, you know, a girl. I'm going to eat you, and it's like, no, 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 you don't want to eat me. Hold on, let me, and then tell you why you're not going to eat me, and then move on to the next person. So that's probably the most troll, non-movie-related experience I have, which is funny, because there's a troll here that lives under the bridge, and I love that. I love that that was included. Yeah, it
0: was a totally nod to the yeah, the legendary little fable. It's got to
1: be, yeah. And, um, but yeah, I mean... That's awesome that he can include this and make this awesome film just from some of these fairy ta- fairy tales and build this awesome world that he did.
0: Yeah, we should get hats that say "Make Trolls Scary Again."
1: <gasps> yes, <laughs> I'll It'll be wear part it. of our merch
0: soon. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, we can't forget the trolls in Harry Potter though. That's true. Those are scary trolls.
1: That was a very scary troll in the dungeon, but he was dumb. The trolls here didn't seem quite as dumb.
0: No, they seemed more like very, yeah, very capable, more like gorillas or something, like just something that's not, yeah. He's a little, the troll in the dungeon in Harry Potter was a little real dumb. Like he was like almost like a dog where if you had the right treat for him, you could throw it and he'd run the other way. (laughs) You know, these guys, these trolls in Troll Hunter are not, they're not running away from for some treat. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So in that same interview, they asked him about some of the inspiration behind Troll Hunter. And he said that some of his... He said, my references are Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones, Men in Black, Ghostbusters more than anything. But I had to do it in a completely different way so that I wasn't completely... So I wasn't copying those films. Isn't that interesting? I definitely got Jurassic Park vibes based f- from this film. Yes. And not the other is not so much, but it's kind of interesting that there's all the other ones that are funny. So I, I like that his touchstone is in kind of humor. Because I, I don't think it... I would I would like to know if the cadence and tone of this film through the characters is just inherently a, is funnier to a Norwegian than it is to an American. I did think this film, you know, was funny... In ways, right? It wasn't a laugh out loud comedy. Nothing is, I guess, to me. I'm, so I'm not a great judge anyways because mm-hmm. I don't fucking laugh at anything. But I thought that was kind of funny in its own right.
1: Yeah, that's pretty interesting. And I I bet it is. I bet there's a lot of things that we didn't catch. I bet there's some stuff that got lost in translation. Um, their parents reading them fairy tales have a lot of things that were probably incorporated in this film that they would probably appreciate and just laugh at. And even then though it, it it was funny, like the the tire things. Not only were you were was Hans here baiting these trolls with
0: concrete and charcoal.
1: Concrete and charcoal. Which is
0: awesome. There's
1: got to be something there for sure. Yeah. But also tires. They liked gnawing on tires and that was hilarious when one of them was trying to get through the tire dumpster i don't know for lack of a better word and it was just dented because one of them was trying to get inside of it
0: and you can and it's so beautifully crafted because you just think my the first thing that popped in my head maybe i don't think he said it but the first thing that popped up in my head was did he did the troll try headbutting it that's what popped up in my head i was thinking i was imagining the troll headbutting the fucking thing
1: it's hilarious and i was
0: just like and it just it's amazing that a film can kind of draw this imagination up in you which you know it's cool because you know any great fiction can do that right especially uh literature right but it just forces you to be like wow this film is so fucking effective especially in retrospect it's just like god damn yeah god damn this film is it's, it's so good it's it's definitely
1: it's so good I and then coming from a hispanic background watching Original, you know, Mexican films that have been translated into English. I do see all the miss stuff. I do see all the like very cultural. If you've lived in Mexico or whatever, you know, Latin American country, it's funnier. Or you know, you know what I'm trying to say here.
0: No, absolutely. I mean, it's just like if you have a group of friends, you have inside jokes. You know, you have inside jokes within your culture, within your city. You know, yada yada yada, and on and on within your family, of yeah. course, right? Yeah. And that's unfortunately gonna be missed, but that's also that helps make it authentic as fuck. And I, so I'm happy to miss some of that for the for the originality of the idea for sure.
1: Yeah. So the troll hunter, the I guess the troll idea here for him is maybe something similar to the chupacabra in Mexico. I don't know. You know, I'm maybe, just yeah. throwing shit out there, but maybe.
0: I'd love a proper. Found footage chupacabra film. We already get them in some of these paranormal shows. We just need to put them together. All right, (laughs) that'd be great. I know there was that stupid chupacabra, the chupa, the chupa on Netflix. It's like an ET fucking rip off of a chupa. Where a chupacabra befriends Uh, or a friend uh, or a little boy, I think, befriends a little chupa, (laughs) and then it grows up and probably mauls their parents or something. That'd be awesome.
1: That would be awesome. But I, I
0: feel like the chupacabra, and I guess the Sasquatch for that matter are both great found footage you know um specimens to kind of to get one of these out i've never that's actually a funny thing now that i say it i don't i mean i'm sure there is but there definitely isn't a famous one I, I i don't i wouldn't i can't imagine i would know about it but a famous a gr- a great famous what doesn't even be famous but just a great bigfoot sasquatch found footage film that needs to happen.
1: That does need to happen.
0: That'd be great, right? and chupacabra, of course.
1: Yeah, we should look into that. See yeah. if we can find one.
0: And I'm gonna have to make one if there isn't. And if
1: there isn't, yeah, we gotta we gotta make one. Oh,
0: consult my mother because she's a Sasquatch expert.
1: And I'll consult my mother because she's Is she a Mexican. chupacabra expert? No, she's just Mexican. she's a Mexican,
0: <laughs> so she's inherently a chupacabra <laughs> yeah. expert. That's Inher- funny. I can't get over the mythos, the level of mythos in this movie. It's Awesome, the texture of his r v the inside of it, yes it's all fleshed out and lived in and fucking gross, and it's awesome. all the drawings are really there's just drawings everywhere it's all so real it's just it's just like this is so cool he's he's obsessed with this, and this is much deeper than just a job for him, obviously, or he's just a workaholic, but you know, but he's probably inherently very interested in trolls because of his work and everything got you know it's kind of a cycle or a circle.
1: And, like, the troll funk that he makes them rub all over over themselves. When we get to his RV, we see where he made it. We see the little, like, strainer and the pot and stuff. And, you know, with the camera, he zooms in on it. He's like, so this is where he makes his famous thing. You know? And it's it's awesome. I don't know. I'm completely uh, in agreement with you. The world here... The mythos is just fucking amazing.
0: What did you think about the conspiracy parts where the other side of the TSS, the troll security service, would show up and and stage different phenomenon happening, whether it'd be bears or a tornado.
1: I love that. I, I think I, that shit yes. is so cool. Yes, and it's it it you know, if you are just I mean, really, all of us, all intellectual human beings should have a little bit of a conspiracy mindset here or there with, you know, with, with whatever you want. Aliens, eleven, whatever you want. And that feeds into it. Like, okay, there's a bear here. What happened? And then you find out more. And you're like, hmm, okay. So this is what they're doing with the bears. All right. All right, cool. And then the tornadoes. And you know you're you already know by now how big these can get, and you know you just want to shake the guy, and you're like, can you not see that this was not a tornado? You weren't even, you didn't even see rain. You didn't even wake up, dude. Well, I love that. I love that they incorporated that.
0: But he told us that the what what we know as the TSS was there showing him all these charts and what wh- what the tornado was and where it went and everything, and so it's just. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Do found footage films really? I should say, do do, cons, do conspiracy topics work really well in found footage films? Do you think? Do you think that's like a match made in heaven? I feel like it is.
1: Yeah, I feel like it is too.
0: Because of the investigative kind of literal angle we have with the uh, the filmmaking style. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: And the kind of I don't think suspense is the right word here for that, but just the
0: it's kind of like a gonzo voyeuristic thing, like almost taboo, where we're not supposed to be watching this. Yeah. kind of thing.
1: It's like, we're not supposed to know these things. We only know what is being shown directly in front of us.
0: Is it cheesy when they push the camera away when that happens in found footage films? Because we had that happen, I think, once or twice here.
1: I no, I, I'm i so immersed that I love that okay.
0: shit. I'm there, too. I'm yeah. there, especially when the hooks are just right. It, I don't... You can definitely do wrong, of course, you can do wrong with anything right things can start out great and be fucked up by the end, totally, but they pulled these moves out so effectively that they just nothing was a bother at yeah. all I was I'm completely sold on this film, and I love do you is it also i should also go ask is it cheesy to say at the very beginning of your film this is based on true events kind of thing. A lot of found footage does that.
1: you just have to know that that's part of
0: the experience the
1: experience. You can't, you if you're going to go into a found footage film thinking that way, you're not going to enjoy it, and you're very quickly going to dismiss it, and you can't do that.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. You gotta, we've all been, we've all pretended, you know, we've all were tiny children at one point, and we, we threw Kamehameha waves at each other, you know, you know what I'm saying? Or we played wrestling where we didn't actually do the moves, right? Yeah, I had one. You had wands and stuff, yeah. so just tell yourself when you when the movie opens <laughs> up, this is true. I mean, do that with every film, I guess. If it makes it, if it if it makes the movie better, but especially found footage kind of films that try to live on the edge of being, you know, based on or capturing true events, right? Just uh, just just kind of let it happen, let it sink in like that, and I uh, y- you're just gonna enjoy it more.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. Just have fun with it.
0: I liked where they uh like the guys had beard's uh paws on their feet and they had like those walkers and they were <laughs> making was... the beer footprints and stuff. And was just...
1: That was so funny. That was so funny. And I didn't notice the paws or the feet paws, I guess. Yeah. I didn't notice those. So I was like, Okay, that's you're pressing with front paws, but what about your feet? And then you're like, No, he's wearing some kind of contraption and I'm like, What? And then it shows it again and he's on like some Cleat looking bare feet thing and I'm like oh my god that's fucking genius I love it it's awesome I need some of those
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need some of those right now to walk outside and then they bring a someone would bring the dead beer mm-hmm. and you would <laughs> it's just awesome there's this whole and it gives just enough flavor and texture and mythos to this other side of the TSS that's not really you know it's not the TSS proper—it's this animal trafficker, you know, supplying dead animals. I guess sup- sup- supplying dead beers, and it's—and they're not related. Like they just don't—they don't know why. They don't know why they're planting that this beer here. And they—it's just—it's so fucking cool. I they love just, it so much.
1: They just want to get paid. Yeah. You want a you want a dead bear? Okay, here you go.
0: I love that shit because it it opens up these these ends that we don't need answers to right that just helps build texture and yep. mythos around the whole world and i just love it so much i need i want more conspiracy movies just in general and however that needs to come out in i'm good is have you, is the uh you know the da vinci code movie or whatever oh i love
1: those
0: did you watch the movies yes are they
1: good yes aren't they well,
0: conspiracy-esque movies
1: i've i think i've only seen the Da Vinci Code. I didn't see the other ones. Angels and demons, or something like that. I read the books, but I didn't see the other movies. Are they good? The movie? Yeah. I am partial to the movie. Yes.
0: Are they conspiratorial?
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> okay. So do they deal with the church, like the? Yeah. 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 Okay. Man, the yeah, books so... are
1: <sighs> the books are great. The books are awesome. I think the
0: books inspired National Treasure. If I'm remembering correctly. For real? I think so. National Treasure, the first one. It is a national treasure, just saying. Oh, oh my God.
1: Just because your boy's in it?
0: that was before My Love for Nick Cage. Oh, okay. That was probably what started My Love for Nick Cage, actually. He steals the Declaration of Independence.
1: I mean, yeah.
0: That's cool.
1: That is cool. Nothing cooler than stealing the Declaration of Independence. Sure.
0: And they put (laughs) that shit in the oven. Have you seen the movie?
1: Oh, it's been so long. Probably saw it around the time it came out.
0: It was like 2002 or something.
1: Holy shit. 20 years ago? Yeah, that sounds about right. One of my other favorite scenes is where he's at the bridge and he's trying to extract a blood sample from the troll who we find out is a younger troll. And he's wearing this like Bobo Iron Man looking suit and he gets got it. and the troll just puts like half his body in his mouth and... I don't remember, but he like chomps down on him and then just throws him and this dude just collapses and you think he's dead. I thought he was dead. I thought he was dead. Our uh, kids here thought he was dead. And then dude just gets up and finishes the job. And I mean, uh, great kudos for not losing character. You know, you didn't make your character all of a sudden a punk. You just kept him true to his nature, and that's fucking awesome that you can do that. Cause any other any other person would have been like, "All right, I'm done. We'll come back tomorrow. We'll get another troll. I might just quit my job here." You got enough footage. Let's go. But nope, this dude just gets up after he was almost eaten. He was he was chewed on. He got chewed and continued like it was nothing.
0: Just part of the job. Just
1: part of the job. <laughs>
0: He said in the beginning, he's not paid enough to do this. Oh he doesn't get paid God. enough. <laughs> nice. And is at one point, I did you see it where he lifts? He he's putting a shirt on, I think, and he's got a big ass scar on his back.
1: Oh no, I didn't see that.
0: Yeah, that was it. They just caught that on camera. I was just, oh shit, he's got he's had some history mm. getting hurt. hurt, yeah, big time.
1: How would you feel about the? Um, I guess most of the ending here the reveal with the rabies um the very tss cool. chasing them and then the you know camera basically cuts off it's very cool and then the reveal with or the accident accidental reveal by the prime minister that trolls are real
0: <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah i like that they keep the kind of through line of the movie hidden until the very end you know why you know these trolls are move on, on the move and being strange and we're kind of trying to find out why mm-hmm. you know along with the troll hunter and i like that they keep that hidden without you really asking too much of why you know because we're just like on the we're on the fucking we're just along for the ride
1: and you're thinking well they're trolls they're beasts obviously some they're bound to act strange yeah sometimes yeah
0: exactly and we, uh, it's revealed that there's there's rabies going about in the troll world, and it's it's push. You know, the big one's got the, I guess he's ground zeroes with it, and then he's pushing out all these other trolls and spreading the rabies. And you're just like, <laughs> holy fuck, how much of a problem is this? You know, because like when yeah. we when we learn that, and then we see when we see how big the Yotner is, I think is what it's called, when the when we are revealed that the Yotner is pu- pushing these guys out, pushing all these trolls out, you're just like it. All of a sudden, opens up this door of like, this is a, this is like a fucking national problem. You know, maybe a a, a continental problem. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like this is a big fucking deal. And then you know we we deal with the Yotner and everything. I think that's what it's called, the big one.
1: I know it starts with a Y, but I don't I don't remember. I think it starts oh, with a J. j. Yeah, yeah, JJ. Then, j. Yeah. yeah.
0: A lot of that. I think most of the world uses the J as a Y sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Americans over here. We've got two fucking J-G sound things. Well, I
1: think there's also some with Ys.
0: It's just cool. It's just... It helps build this... It helps to... It helps develop your imagination even more in what's what's happening in this world. You could very easily see a, s- a sequel for this movie, really. Yes. Which is nuts, because... Does any found footage film have a sequel? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, when the TSS gets involved right at the end there, and then they take the kids, they or never heard from again. We somehow get this footage, you know. It's it's I love it. It's just it helps kind of cap off the conspiratorial kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I like that.
1: Yeah, I I agree, especially with the can set off a sequel part. You know they. They just made it perfectly to where you don't need one, but if you wanted one, here you go. The rabies thing. But it, it, it all just happens so fast that you don't even have time to worry that all these trolls have rabies. Because next thing you know, here's the TSS, and they want the footage. They want these kids. So you run, and we don't get to know what happened, which is awesome.
0: I saw that they... And back in 2011, when Andre was making his rounds, we... It was apparently loosely, softly announced that Chris Columbus not the Mayflower guy (laughs) uh, was going to direct a US remake of this film. Mm -hmm. Which is super strange. I don't know if you remember but he's the director of uh, Gremlins uh, Goonies and the first two Harry Potter films. And a handful of other things. But I just thought that was kind of funny that that was in talks quite a bit, I guess, back twelve years ago, and we haven't heard anything about that. But that's kind of funny.
1: I wonder what happened.
0: There's no fucking telling, huh. man.
1: And just keep it. I don't know how I feel about that, but just keep it silly where it where where it originated. Because if you don't, it's just gonna suck. It's not gonna be what the first one was. You're not
0: of that. Culture, exactly. you're not like you have no business.
1: Exactly, uh,
0: <laughs> it just doesn't make any fucking sense. It's kind of like Spike Lee. As much I love Spike Lee, but remaking Old Boy with Josh Brolin, yeah, it's just like I mean, why <laughs> we have a George? I don't I not We can't. We don't. We don't need. Like this doesn't make any sense. I don't. I don't. I don't get that need to to new. We didn't get it. I guess we didn't get the. US re uh US remake of Troll Hunter. So it worked out. But
1: Good. Good. They yeah. didn't need to ruin it.
0: Yeah. This movie is unrelated to the Trolls movie on Netflix, by the way. This movie called Trolls that takes place in Norway, uh Norway. And it takes place around the mountain that he brings up, Dovier or whatever it's called. They look similar though. Trolls. So these trolls must be of some the the look must be of some kinda legend, right? I like I like also like that we get a little bit of a, an anatomy lesson on why they are, why they look the way they are, why they change, why they react in the sunlight. Nice anatomy lesson, right?
1: Yeah, it's like a troll crash course.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Yep. Do you have any final thoughts for me?
1: I guess I just wanted to bring up I guess it's just a funny scene, a fa- funny favorite dialogue here. I really liked when they brought the new girl, the new camera girl, when our dude died. And um, Thomas tells Hans that she's Muslim. Mm. And then he was like, will that work? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> Let's find out. That was hilarious. That was so funny. That's probably my favorite uh, just interaction there with them.
0: Yeah, that was that was super funny. I like that. I forgot about that.
1: And, yeah, just, it's a good, great found footage film. Go watch it. You will enjoy it.
0: Yeah, man. Well, thank you for
1: watching it with me. Thank you for suggesting it.
0: Well, like I said, I've been trying to get you to watch this film for a while without you knowing, <laughs> of course. Try to surprise you with some of this stuff. And it just always just fell to the back 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 burner. You know, I just it forgot it for a while and then it got removed from Amazon. I was like, well, okay, <laughs> I guess I could have bootlegged it, I but you know, I just didn't. I don't know. Do you have a budget guess for me today?
1: Dude, this one was hard.
0: It's yeah. It's Norwegian. At first it's European, but specifically Norwegian found footage. I get it. I yes. get it. I can't you know what is that guess?
1: I I, I went under a million.
0: Under a million
1: how under? I don't know. I was I was originally thinking maybe the five million mark, because of the trolls being CG'd. Speaking of
0: which, trolls are pretty good.
1: The trolls look very good,
0: and I think the found footage angle helps uh, legitimize them and ground them a little bit. But I I do like how the trolls look. They look cool.
1: They do look cool. Yeah. But uh yeah, I was I was all over the place with this budget guess and I just settled on less than a million because you know, kinda spookiness here, found footage. I'm like, no way is it more than I'm thinking.
0: What says here is three point five million.
1: Three point five million? Yep. Oh, okay. Not crazy far off, I guess.
0: And it made four point two million? I don't think it got a wide release. Or at least not at the time of that number, I would guess. So, okay, I'm not sure about money's made because it did it did obviously become kind of a cult classic and so that, I don't know if that happened in the form of all the deals, Netflix deals, Amazon deals, getting the rights and stuff, or through DVD and whatnot and renting and everything. So, I'm I'm sure they made quite a bit of money off of this. You know, they're probably not rolling in the dough or anything, but I'm sure they're very happy with the success of this film, which is very cool. I'm Glad it probably turned out for everyone. Good job, Andre. This film is much better than um, The Last Voyage of Demeter. Would you say much better?
1: I wouldn't say, well, I like this a lot. I I don't know. I don't know how much, much, how much, much better is.
0: Well, I'm bouncing between a 3 and 3.5 on my letterbox. And then Demeter is 1.5.
1: Oh shit, you went that far for Demeter?
0: That low or high?
1: That low. Oh. That far low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see Demeter's probably like a 2 for me. Okay. Maybe 2.5 because I really like the Dracula here. And Troll Hunter's probably like a 3.5. Nice, nice. So I don't know if that's much better for you.
0: Yeah, is it a magnitude better? I don't know what a magnitude would constitute here, but yeah, that's that's not. I'm I, I'm glad we're on the same page. I think this movie's just a much better made film. Yeah, and has much a much more complete vision and everything. So yeah, like I'm that.
1: recommending Troll Hunter for sure.
0: Oh, this is an easy recommend yeah. for anyone. You gotta, yes. and if you don't like subtitles, you need to suck it up and yes. just fucking watch this film. It's on Amazon Prime right now, so go go watch it, please. Thank you, Andre, for making this film. Well, thank you for watching this film with me. Thank you for talking about this film with me today. You're welcome. And thank you guys for listening to this episode of The Film of Steins. We had a great time talking about this film today. Remember, you can catch us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Patreon, and Spotify every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes. Please come by and listen. We got lots of episodes planned, lots of Patreon-exclusive episodes episodes planned as well so we'll make that dollar worth it
1: it's only a dollar yes whoa
0: but thank you guys until next time take care bye 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 and that's a wrap for today's episode of the film of steins thanks for tuning in and joining us on our cinematic journey we hope you enjoyed our discussion and gained some new insights and perspectives in the world of movies don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform especially patreon at patreon.com slash film and follow us on social media for more film related content we love hearing from our listeners, so if you have any feedback, suggestions, movie recommendations, or book recommendations, please feel free to reach out to us. Until next time, keep watching, keep loving the magic of movies. This is the film of Stein's signing off. <laughs>